0: Today on the Soda Pod, uh, first and foremost, Happy New Year, everybody. 2022, it's going to be a good one. I can feel it, <laughs> despite living in these COVID times. Uh, and speaking of COVID times, the World Junior Championship was canceled. We'll touch on that a little bit in this episode. And we will also, and it'll be one of the... Focal points, Uh, talk about the winter classic, the wild fall to the blues in the outdoor game. All that and more on episode 236 of the Soda Pod. Let's go. Winter. Wildwoods of Vancouver Island. Welcome to the Soda Pod. Isha Jerome here alongside the state of Hoppy, and thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening. Happy New Year, 2022. The first episode of 2022 here on the Soda Pod, episode 236. Hoppy, how's it going, buddy?
1: It's going all right, man, but not nearly as good as you. You basically lived my best life over the New Year's. Uh,
0: yes, I did. Crushing
1: peanut butter beers and good whiskey. I don't know what more you can ask for.
0: Oh, and I'm talking like like the three bottles that we sampled. It's almost a thousand dollars worth of whiskey. So whoa, it was good easily. stuff. Well, it was whoa. good stuff. We didn't the finish bottles, the, bottles. the bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, bottles, yeah. Right. yeah, we didn't drink a thousand dollars worth. <laughs> but uh, the bottles we were sipping on together. So you what, if, uh, if
1: you went to a bar and had them, it probably is a thousand dollars worth.
0: Yeah, yeah. So shout out Tim, shout out Kyle. I know they they listen to the show um it was tim's idea he's like yo let's let's do a little whiskey tasting on new year's you know uh, a really laid back new year's him and kyle kyle i guess had some bc liquor store gift cards so he like put them towards a, a really nice bottle kyle filmed some of it so uh maybe maybe i'll give me some footage to post here on the soda pod because uh, tim did a really good job he he's he's a whiskey expert like some of our guests here on the soda pod but uh went full state of sloppy province oh, of sloppy baby. Uh, that night after the whiskey tasting and and we didn't even plan like to get lit up off the whiskey because because and i'll get into the story in the in the the hoppy hour here um we had a lot of peanut butter beers on tap that we also crushed that night so yeah it was it was a lot of fun peanut butter beers and whiskey like you said hoppy's uh dream weekend yes um but how was your new year man
1: pretty laid back everyone like kind of ended up not really doing much for the New Year's, and I was pretty okay with that because then we went out and took in the festivities all day on the first. Um, holy shit, dude! I was with the absolutely... winter classic, of course, right? Yes, yeah. yes, for the winter classic. Uh, the amount of people that went to Cowboy Jack's to see the Chickless <laughs> Boys was just fucking stupid. Like, we we stood in line for a couple minutes, and I'm like, we this isn't happening like we looked ECH- inside and the place is already packed
0: <laughs> yeah the ECH boys they did though I saw that they yeah. introduced themselves which is good because they're in the the roller hockey tournament roller hockey I hate even saying it. ball hockey the ball hockey tournament in Vegas coming up in February both.
1: I think I think they're both tournaments
0: <laughs> I just uh I don't know why ball hockey it just it just sounds better to me that's that's my go-to well, I, hear but I think there's hockey.
1: actually a ball hockey tournament and a roller hockey tournament oh
0: really so there's, there's ball both.
1: hockey is when you're not I know
0: I know, I know I know i know i know anyways um they're in they might even be in both tournaments who knows but anyways uh plant planting some seeds there early probably introducing themselves you know saying hey we're bringing the cameras for this and this and that check us out which is awesome because like Chicklets online anyways whether it's grinelli or whoever runs their social media has uh, helped out the ech boys and that's every uh everything college hockey before so that's i saw that was pretty cool that they all got a they all got a photo together um despite what you you know your thoughts on on spitting chiclets and whatnot it uh, it really helped those guys and it's really uh it's really awesome to see
1: are you talking to me or the listeners
0: Listeners, listeners okay. i know i know you support the boys i, yeah, I have I, to yeah. catch up i haven't listened to a bunch of episodes mostly just because like I've been just kind of a hermit
1: their kind of uh interview with jonesy i think that was the most recent one i thought that was actually a pretty good interview
0: Okay. Okay. There was one. The last one I listened to was really good, but again, I've been, honestly, I've been crushing so much UFC content lately that like, not that I push all the hockey content on the shelf. Cause I still listen to Russo's podcast every week and a ton of hockey podcast network content, but like Chicklets and stuff, because it's like a, a long investment of time. And I don't really drive much or bike right now because it's snowmageddon here on the Island. I just haven't listened to, to Chicklets much, but it's on the list it's on the list. I literally write on my board every podcast and TV show I have to catch up on. Even books, but I know I'm never going to get around to those bad boys. Anyways, uh let's get into some hockey talk here uh quickly because there's two things I want to get to uh before we jump into the hoppy hour. Uh so so we don't forget here hoppy and that is the Vancouver Canucks win streak. You know, coming out of the holidays, the Canucks had back-to-back games. I didn't even know. I didn't even know And our local broadcast started the game during the second period at 8.30 p.m. because there was originally World Junior Broadcasting that got obviously uh, canceled, but the slot was filled there. So Canucks played back-to-back, came back, won their first game, um, extended the streak to seven wins in a row. Then going into their eighth game, first period looked great against the LA Kings, a depleted LA Kings. you know, Their defense was that three men short who were in their top four. And the Canucks looked great in the first period. and the second period, It was all Kings and credit to the Kings for winning that game two to one in a, in a shootout. They played better in the second period and just the Canucks totally gassed. Again, credit to the Kings in one of the most boring hockey games I've ever watched. The Canucks had no gas in the second period. Luckily got a power play, which they scored on in the third just to make the thing go to overtime. But like, no credit to Jonathan quick credit to Yaroslav Halak who like got absolutely bombarded with shots. Um, and it, I feel bad for the guy because now he's one five or one four and two this year, only got one win. But like, it's just like he's played well in every single game. So I yeah. uh, was really happy to see Arslav um, play well for the Canucks. But unfortunately, they can't make history and the seven-game win streak, which is tied amongst various coaches and, and franchises uh, in the NHL, uh, you know, came to an end for the Canucks there.
1: Now, are uh, you more excited about how well the Canucks have played or about how dog shit the Oilers have been?
0: Um, honestly, well, I'm a fan of the Canucks more than I hate the Oilers, so I am, but I think they go hand in hand in that, like, the Oilers are giving the Canucks a free ticket (laughs) into the playoffs now, I think.
1: Dude, I've told you, I've told you Canucks are going to get back in, and I've told you from the beginning of the year that I think Edmonton's a bunch of frauds, so let's see it. I
0: think, I think you're, you're right on the Edmonton take because I, I'm there too. I was, I was there as well. Um, but with the Canucks, I think you're just lucky. I think, I just think you're lucky.
1: Ah, dude I I think Boudreaux is a big change. I do. I
0: do. But if it was any other coach, this wouldn't be. No,
1: no, no. I for sure.
0: Yeah. Um speaking of changes though in organizations, the Habs looking at uh, Daniel Brière, Roberto Luongo and Mathieu uh, Arch Arch Arche as uh, potential front office members all uh, French Canadian of course. So there you go. Got it. Surprise. I didn't
1: even I didn't even know Danny was trying to get back in.
0: I I've heard rumblings of it but I didn't really take it seriously but And that's with other organizations as well, like doing stuff with Philly. um, Not the Rangers, but maybe another New York team at the time. I don't know. Anyways, um, but yeah, going back to Montreal, I mean, that's his hometown. He played for the team. Um, Luongo, I know, like he's going to try to like become the next Stevie Y if you, you know, because he's so competitive. and wants to like put the best team together.
1: I I think he wants to stay in Florida, though. Like just geographically speaking.
0: Just family. Well, I mean. His family, he was always even when he played with the Canucks hoppy, he was always in Florida, right? Like his wife and kids sure would like live in Vancouver when he was there, but as soon as there was a break, whatever, they go back home to Florida. So I think right. still, like, his home base will be there. But I'm sure, like, he has a mansion in Montreal, like, he but, has fine. extended, like, for him, I think he'll go all in on that, knowing it's an op, it's the opportunity he's been working for. And his kids are like older now, we're like. Shoot, maybe they're going to be playing hockey at a university or or doing professionals. Or are um, they that old? I think they're getting there. Like they're in their they're in high school right now, if I'm not mistaken. So like, yeah, that's where to I that think point. that's
1: something he would do once they're out of high school.
0: Yeah, but maybe he baby steps. Maybe he doesn't go and write the general manager. Maybe he gets in the door and then in the next couple of years works his way up and then goes all in, moves to Montreal, and the kids go and you know do their thing. But anyways,
1: <laughs> regional scout, Florida. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there you go but anyways just two uh, tidbits that i heard right before uh, we started recording here that i that i wanted to talk about in regards to the habs and obviously touch on the canucks um uh,
1: speaking of habs logan fucking Mayu's back and of course oh, they no. slipped it in the day that they announced the shutdown of world juniors you scumbags
0: dude I'm, when you sent me that message i was like that's just so on point
1: like just unapologetically like they know exactly who they are and what they're doing i i,
0: I hope and, and you know like i don't i don't wish any injury upon this player don't no, get I don't, me wrong i don't here. wish anything but, on him but he's not no, wait, the wait, one wait. that's
1: making these choices
0: no but no i mean yeah yeah of course but i do hope that like some brute in this first ohl game like takes a, a nice big legal run at him and says welcome back to the you know welcome back to the league <laughs> you know you need one of those at least you know no, no, I'm not advocating for a fight or anything. If it was in the dub, yeah, some guy would probably make him fight him. But uh in the O, maybe maybe just a good fucking solid hit from like the only 6'4, 200 pounder in, in the, the little OHL. The little OHL. Jesus. I wish it bothered you more, but it doesn't because like no, like, I don't care Ontario. at all. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, technically, like kids in Minnesota play in the dub.
0: Oh, yeah. They know. It's like They're... if
1: anything, I'm like more. Dub the OHL anyways
0: so yeah I mean it's the best junior league in the world I don't know how anyone's not dub over anything else I think anyways. it's
1: fun I think it's fun to watch I just think you're kidding yourself if you think it's the best
0: don't get me started it is like it's not even an argument no. not even close it's not oh, even close I like the
1: product I still think that way more talent comes out of the OHL
0: oh, no it's not, it's not. It's not true, but anyways, Um, shout out to our friends. Can we, ju- can we just agree that the queue is garbage? Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I mean, look, the star, off coming out of the queue can't even fucking stay on the AHL.
1: That's just because he's lazy, though, not because he isn't good.
0: I feel like a lot of queue players are lazy because they didn't have to work hard. They didn't have hey, to fight. No. They didn't have to take any hits. They didn't have to score. I mean, they didn't have to be pressured to score goals because it was so easy. fucking
1: worked them. out for Crosby. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess <laughs> the outlier. Him, 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 him and Nathan both seem to be doing just fine. Him and, him and Nathan McKinnon. Um, Drew Ann, though, didn't work out for him.
1: Yeah, he's a he's a little bit of a different case.
0: Yeah. Anyways, uh, shout <laughs> we, we to our, that out too far. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> shout out to our friend Seventh Ave Pizza. Uh, try the meat sauce pizza because it wails. Follow them at Seventh Avenue Pizza to stay current on where you can grab yours. They're popping up everywhere in the state of Minnesota at so many different uh, supermarkets. So get you some Seventh Ave Pizza and go get some Northland Vodka Hoppy. What's oh, going on really? at our friends at Northland?
1: northland vodka i don't know if people saw the teaser but it looks like mark Parrish is making an appearance on spitting chiclets oh, that'll hell be yeah. that'll be a good one but everyone knows if you did go out to cowboy jacks you know those four dollar pours were the way to go yeah you mixed in a couple pink whitneys i'm sure just to <laughs> you know make good appearance but no everyone knows i'm drinking it right now teaser going in my my standard basic bitch drink of fresca and northland
0: which is honestly on point because a uh, huge fresca guy over here love fresca
1: I, I love fresca i it sucks though that they got rid of i loved the black cherry ones and they don't make those anymore
0: apparently. that didn't that was not in canada but that sounds amazing uh,
1: i still have one that's like sitting here that's probably not even worth drinking anymore but it was the last one and i'm like i can't drink this
0: my high school was like so run down and underfunded that we had one, like we didn't have like a snack, you know, machine. We didn't have a cafeteria, nothing. We had one pop machine that only had Fresca. And so like, oh. you'd think I'd be sick of it, but it's it was just like, that's just, that was our drink. That was Nanaimo district secondary school's drink. Huh. What a joke of a school. But anyways, I digress again. God, uh, sounds like a joke. <laughs> oh, dude, it was an absolute joke. I could go off like two hours about just how like, <laughs> I didn't learn until university. Like, I got A's in high school as a fucking joke. Like, a hamster can get A's. But anyways. Um, shout out British Columbia School System. Uh, every Tuesday, we got the Judds Buds uh, podcast here on the SodaPod. Feed your boy, Spoke Z covers all things. Prospects. Um, and junior hockey in regards to the Minnesota Wild. I know he's going to be fired up for this episode. He's taking your questions, by the way. I don't know if he's recording tonight or Monday. Usually he takes in your questions Sunday. So just keep note of that moving forward if you want to get in on the podcast. I know he's going to be fired up that the World Junior Championship uh, was cancelled. So tune into that every Tuesday. Uh, Wednesdays and Mondays, of course, Hoppy and I are here on the Soda Pod Every Thursday is the Brewery Travels podcast. If you didn't check out last week's episode, it was a crossover with the Soda Pod here and Hoppy. Um, so go check that out as well on the Soda Pod feed and the Brewery Travels podcast feed. And then every Friday, MNCAA, covering every college hockey Division One program here in the great state of Minnesota. You can hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at The Soda Pod. You can check out the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Net, And it's sponsored by DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Use promo code THPN upon signing for a bonus And if you're a regular user, plug that promo code in for a weekly deal. All right. On the other side, let's dive into the Hoppy Hour here in episode 236 of The Soda Pod. First, I'd like to propose a toast to UMD goaltender Alex Stalak. To Stalak! To Stalak! I love that stuff. been drinking it for years. You know, I, I heard they recently decided to add more hops it oh, you're all, hopped out? all right so uh yeah this we, we touched on it early in the episode i had a great new year's and a great few days uh drinking some unbelievable whiskey i'll get kyle to send me some of that footage so we can tease some of it here on the soda pod because i mean <laughs> you know what's funny hobby was like it was new year's with the boys like i i was just gonna wear like really comfy pants and like the thpn hoodie kyle's like Eesh, you gotta wear a nice shirt and shoes because like I'm, I'm filming our whiskey tasting i'm like wow <laughs> wow so uh, he's like you know just like a nice sweater whatever you know i don't i went all out and brought so, like a so really, you wore this <laughs> no i wore like the the nicest shirt i owned or whatever i did wear the Amazed media last so too, so. no no, no. <laughs> I, I i do clean up nice i i ended up being the the best dress there but anyways um i'll get him to send me some of the footage because i can't uh well we had hibiki but of course like unbelievable japanese whiskey um we had nika which was unbelievable as well um then we had two others, uh the Lavagulin, which like man Lagavulin. Lagavulin. That one is uh that was in that was intense. It's like,
1: yeah, that's not really in my palate, personally.
0: No, I mean I don't but think the people I that was, like
1: it fucking gush over it.
0: Well, Kyle was saying, and he said this on that night too, is like it's very much an acquired taste. And if you yeah. if you acquire that taste, it's really it's an adventure. And it really is. Like just like the smell, man. And it's almost like you breathe. They're like, Oh, you're going to get a uh, dragon breath after this. Cause you feel like you're just like breathing fire for like 10 minutes. And man, okay, like I was just not like, that bad. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we drank a lot of it. So uh, it was, it was a, sti- it was a stiff glass. And you know, I, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Cause I, I used the same glass for another whiskey after, and uh, I could just still smell it. Like I couldn't smell the other kind of ruined the, the last uh, tasting. Cause I couldn't smell the other whiskey. Cause all I, was, all I could smell is that it's just, but, but
1: you called it a stiff glass.
0: Yeah, well, it has got nothing drink.
1: to do with quantity. Stiff has to do with portion.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it was there was <laughs> there was uh, there was a lot in the glass. There okay. Um, but anyways, uh, shout out Tim again. Many, how many fingers? Probably like a good three, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, like they're each, and we had three tastings and some uh, a, a creme brulee vanilla stout from Salt Spring Brewing. Uh, right after. Um, we had some seven uh, Bell Saison from Longwood and a bunch of Nutty Uncles, which again, in Minnesota, they'd probably arrest me for this. In British Columbia, they just called me an asshole and you know what? It was well-deserved, but I thought they discontinued the Nutty Uncles all December. I've been asking everybody, where's the Nutty Uncles? Where are the Nutty Uncles? Dead Frog? Where are the Nutty Uncles? Dead Frog, you're doing freaking beer advent calendars. You don't have Nutty Uncles yet. It was because they were rebranding and I, walk into a brewery or a, a liquor store last minute with Kyle to pick up some beers for new year's. And look at that. I see it on the shelf hidden the bottom right corner of the shelf. It's so beautiful. I bought them all. Well, Kyle and I bought them all. Uh, we not only bought the ones on the shelf. We demanded that they go in the back and give us all of them. 37 beers. Cause they don't come in packs. Um, they weren't happy with us. They rightly thought we were assholes and we probably were, but you know i've been i've been waiting and i've been working harder than everybody else to get this beer so there you go there you go um <laughs> what i found in the checkout with the, we didn't have a cart or a basket or are just both of us just holding all these fucking beers looking like assholes i i put them all in the on the the checkout and i see the corner of my eye another peanut butter beer and i'm walking into the liquor store hoppy thinking you know what and i told kyle this i wasn't even thinking i was like kyle they're like British Columbia or Vancouver. I like no one has peanut butter beers. It's so hard to find peanut butter beers. Not only did I walk out with 37 nutty uncles, but I also found this one from the Lost Coast Brewery in Los Angeles, a peanut butter chocolate milk stout. Look at that. And honestly, it's richer being the milk stout versus uh just the the you know, just a normal stout here with the nutty uncle from Dead Frog. This one, um, richer. Darker, even, even uh how it looks, a little bit more sweet, but but not enough where you know it's it's more of like a dessert beer than anything. Cause I, I'll crush like three of these in a row. It's it's kind of like a, a good, like palatable winter ale in that sense. These are really good. I, I don't know which one I like more. I, I really don't. Maybe I'm just like this one's new, so it's like, you know, I I recognize the Nutty Uncle. I've had it before. This was this is the new one. Maybe that's why I'm really excited on this one. But all of Nanaimo, and there's there's quite a few liquor stores here, I went to seven of them, all sold out with this bad boy, and and this came in a six-pack in the first day. Now, I don't know if a glass bottle will reach you, Hoppy, but I'm, I saved one for you. I'm going to send that one to you, and I put two of these on the shelf for you because, well, I got a lot of them, so.
1: Yeah, bubble wrap that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, bubble wrap. I still have the bubble wrap from when you sent me the other beers, so I might just send <laughs> the, the same beers. box. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Anyways. Um. There's my tangent. Peanut butter beers and whiskey. Low key New Year's. Wasn't even hungover because after the whiskey tasting, before we went into the beers, literally just like down two liters of water and was like, "Let's go, let's go." Pissed like a racehorse all night, but hey, at least I wasn't hungover. So there you go. There you go. I guess we already know what you're drinking.
1: Yeah, but we we can say Northland Vodka as much as we want. Northland Vodka. Northland Vodka. Northland Vodka.
0: Did you have anything special on New Year's?
1: Not particularly. Me and my buddy just ended up kind of going back and forth with whatever we found in my fridge. Nice. But I got him going on the Stout train, and he, he might be a changed man now because of it.
0: Well, I, that's Kyle, too, man. Kyle's like, I've only ever had Guinness, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, you have to like. <clears throat> And the and he was blown away by the creme brulee one. He was blown away by by this. Even Tim was like, you know, when you brought me this peanut butter thing, I was like, uh, I don't know. He's like, but and they're big fishing guys. Like um, yeah. they go out and catch like big, you know, tunas and, and halibuts and stuff like that. And they're like, man, I could literally sit there on the boat and drink these, just sip on these, you know, out there with that cool West Coast wind, drinking a peanut butter stout. And I was like, fucking rights, boys. So that, hell yeah, that buddy. Uh, last bad. thing. Last thing I want to say before we uh, get into the next segment here and talk Minnesota wild, um, there's a tiny bottle of Makers that uh, there's this cool statue. There's a little whiskey lounge that Tim has uh, at his place. And um, we kind of set it up all nice, put all the nice bottles in front of it. But he has this wooden statue. It's a carving statue. Um, I believe it's from Thailand. And Tim will correct me um, if I'm wrong here because I got him subscribed to the Soda Pod Podcast now. Um, it's the it's either the 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 most powerful spirit of the gods or the most powerful you know god of you know um i don't know whatever um asian or, or thai I don't know if it's like a religion or tradition. Anyways, it's his wicked statue. It's like this dragon beast looking thing. And Tim says he keeps him happy as he looks over the whiskey in the whiskey lounge. He keeps him happy by giving him a, a little bottle of makers that he's never going to open because it fits right in like the dragon or like this beast's arms. So that was pretty cool that I, I noticed. That. I was like, oh, you have made like a little, you know, a big bottle makers, you got a little one. He's like, oh, yes. He's like, I reserved that little bottle for, for you know, the, the the spirit of the gods or the god of the gods or whatever. And Tim's a really animated guy. Um, kind of looks like the nutty uncle. His beard's about that big, to be honest. Okay, and uh, huge hockey guy too. Honestly, he knows more about hockey and probably better hockey mind than me. So we love going out and talking hockey. But he was just going off, super animated guy about this, <laughs> the god and how he's keeping him happy and all this stuff. So, uh, so anyways, uh, happy New Year to everyone. It was a good way to bring in 2022, even uh, even though it was a little low key. Got right fucking buzzed and was uh, sending pictures of the whiskey and <laughs> beers to Hoppy. At 2 a.m. for you, but midnight for me out here on the on the West Coast.
1: They looked good, man. They looked good,
0: so good. We're uh, just like Cuban cigars short of like a flawless night. But anyways, Um, on the other side, let's dive into some some more hockey talk and the Minnesota Wild here in episode 236 of the Soda Pod. Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any game this week to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state or province, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers Customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit on $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, one 800 Nine with it. Uh, Hoppy, Creed Bratton, and the entire coaching staff of the Minnesota Wild have been extended. Now, every freaking art. Now, I didn't listen to, I don't know if Russo's on his last podcast has said anything different. All articles, every newspaper, everything, multi-year deal. How long is this deal? Do we know yet? Multi-year. Oh my I, God. I heard it was three. Okay, I was going to say, is it three or four? Like, come on. Okay. Now I can sleep because like this was I last night was pulling my fucking hair out and I I did cut my hair, by the way, it's a lot shorter than what it was a few months ago, but I was still pulling what what was there anyways out because I could not find it. And I was like, man, I used to be good at research. Like, what is this? Do I really have to go and like sift through a podcast to find this? Like I just bought an Xbox last night. I opened NHL 22. I didn't have time to sift through a fucking podcast. That's right. The last day of Christmas break, I find to use Xbox. So you better believe tonight's gonna be a long night. I told hey, Hoppy I had lo, dinner plans. Halo, hey, Halo. Hey, hey, it's gonna go on sale soon. Apparently, Uh NHL is on sale at Best Buy here for like thirty bucks. So I got that, the brand new you one. Can get
1: Halo for free.
0: Uh, no, it's seventy dollars.
1: Go on Xbox Live.
0: I did. It's still oh. seventy dollars. Canadian. Fucking Canada. Um, but Fucking anyways, back. I I talked to some of the people who worked there, and They're like, oh yeah, once the, like. The sports games after Chris this whole Christmas and Boxing Day thing are done, then Halo's the next one to go on so Not man, I used to play like Halo 1 on like PC when I was like kid. I love that shit. Oh dude, I Halo 2 is
1: game. the best game that's ever been made.
0: Halo 2 is great. Don't get me wrong. Uh Shane, my buddy Shane used to destroy me at it. So I've kind of like PTSD. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, the one with the jet plaques, what was it Reach? Halo Reach. That one Probably. was good. That one was fun too. Um, but anyways, yes. Uh Creed Bratton, the entire coaching staff, Dean Everson, uh, are you happy with this? You happy with what Dean and the and the boys have done this year with the team? And last I year.
1: mean, if they write the ship, then yeah. If we keep getting more of what we've seen the last four or five games, then it's it just seemed like an interesting time to get it done.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's probably <clears throat> been in the works for a while, and it's right. just like, okay, hey, well, it's done now. Like it kind of sucks that you know the team's kind of on this down, you know, downward spiral right, right now. But it's just kind of the way the the way of the road is, Ricky would say.
1: Yeah, but I do think that, I mean, all things considered, he's done more than I expected him to, so I'm good with it.
0: Yeah, and you've been probably the most one of the more critical uh, people on Dean Evison.
1: Oh, I'm more critical of people that are praising him. I'm not critical of him. It's just the people that think he's like a top three coach in the league, and I just don't agree.
0: Oh, I mean, come on, Hop. He's much better than Mike Sullivan. (laughs) I wish I could say that more serious, because he would have actually gotten a lot more angry.
1: Oh, Isha! It takes it. It's gonna take something pretty aggressive for you to get me triggered.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Very, I'm you know, quite frankly, I'm not very good at it. Hoppy, he knows what. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what gets me going. You've now, got a I'm,
1: lot of buttons, and I push them
0: all. I know, I know. Anyways, um, let's uh, let's talk about the Winter Classic a little bit. I mean, starting with the blue summer getup, getting off the that was bus. That incredible. I mean, honestly, I saw that, and I was like, the game has been won. You know, here right now. Here and now, then and there. It and seriously, like that, everyone's bitching about the cold. Everyone's talking about that's the story of the winter classic. And these guys were like, no, we're making the story about us. And that's like that's some psychological warfare right there. I don't I don't care. I don't care. I that that was awesome. I thought that was unbelievable. We don't see enough of that kind of stuff in the National Hockey League. So so that was cool.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. People have a personality. Who'd have thought?
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, and in the first period of the game, I actually had friends texting me saying, like, oh, who don't watch a lot of Minnesota Wild games out, out west here, who are like, Man, like Caprizov's a real deal. Fiala shooting left, right, and center. Well, this and that, like just praising the wild. And I was like, Yeah, like they're a good team. They're they were leading the league, you know, just a just a few weeks ago. This and that. And then the second period happens, and the blues just turn it on, and the wilds just defensively from the forward group. And the, the core on the back end just kind of fell flat. And yes, I've been praising Cam Talbot all season. And I know it's an outdoor game. It's, it's, it's all different. But like he didn't have a good game. <laughs> he did not have a oh, good game. He at didn't all. have a
1: good game, but I mean, like, the amount of fluky goals that both teams scored where like they were passing across and it went off a guy's skate or a guy tipped it in. Like Hartman put one in on Talbot. Like yeah. it it was a weird game for sure. Of but- course.
0: Of course. I'm just saying, like, I'm not. I'm not praising him in this one. Like I, we've given Talbot a lot of praise this one. Like it was, it wasn't the greatest performance out there, but it was, I think the, just the, the flat footedness of the defense and just the defensive play of the forward group, especially in that second period. Cause like there were flashes of, okay, we want this in the third. I mean, I didn't think that they were coming back, especially just given it's outdoor. The momentum is not there. Like there's just so many factors. I mean, he didn't walk off the bus wearing, you know, shorts and a hawaiian shirt like honestly the third period if i was the wild i would just that would be the every time i look at the blues pair, i'd be like fuck i would just like imagine them in the, and i'd get up and be like god damn it like it'd be a total distraction
1: <laughs> it, it'd be tough but i thought that that kevin Fiella goal was so beautiful
0: Oh, man. He had six shots on net that game. Again, I had friends tell me, like, Kevin Fiala is so good. Like, and I was like, man, I know in this year, it's it's not fair. It's not fair that he hasn't been rewarded on the on the point sheet. It's not fair.
1: Yeah, and I, I will say, though, for the Blues, anyone that's not aware, Robert Thomas and Jordan Kairou are going to be a problem.
0: They are a problem right now, I think. I think Jordan Kairou yeah. this year is just, like, ha- has arrived. And I don't... <laughs> I sometimes pat myself on the back for like you know scouting a young guy early in their career, being like, "No, oh, this guy's going to be something." And and yeah. he was one of them. We're like, I don't watch a lot of OHL. Hell, I rip on the OHL as you heard in the opening segment quite a bit. But I saw this guy play there, uh, quite a few games. And then he was he played with Team Canada in the World Juniors and on one of their dominant teams, and was just an absolute skilled stud. Like his hands are out of this world. The way he, the way he sees the ice is out of this world. You know, every young player is you know zips around as a good skater, but his skating now at the National Hockey League is is unbelievable. And now I think he's just comfortable, and he is absolutely killing it this year. Sets the record for more outdoor game NHL points with four, and uh, again like gold medalist uh, for for World Juniors with Canada as well. So he's just he's just something else. And again, Ro- like Thomas too. I, I don't I haven't watched as much of him, so I don't want to just like you know praise praise him you know like as much as I'm doing Kyrie just because like. A, i haven't seen as much as him but from what i've been seeing lately from what hoppy's told me uh you know prior to recording here like i'm gonna keep my eye out on on that player a little bit more as well
1: yeah that i was very 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 wrong about the blues very yeah
0: wrong. the the blues are looking good as of late as of late
1: victim six
0: <laughs> um, i don't know if i even had them making the playoffs either i think i had them right right at the Right at the doorstep. But they crushed the Oilers. Actually, they were the one who gave the Oilers their eighth loss in ten games. Or is it eight, eight losses in a row? Um, uh, not
1: it, in a row under Tippett. They won a couple <laughs> when he was out.
0: Oh, okay, actually. okay. There we go, there we go. That's right, too. They won two when he was out. That's hilarious.
1: With, uh, uh, with Papa Letterkenny. Who? Uh, Playfair.
0: Oh, really? That's hilarious.
1: Yeah, he was—he stepped into coach.
0: That's amazing. You didn't know that? No, I just just off my radar. Um, is that the same? Is it Jim Playfair? Yeah, that sounds right. And he's the one who, like, back in the day, like, went ham and threw a bunch of fucking sticks on the ice too in the At a boy. Dude, yeah. that was legendary. That was absolutely. Before Hoppy joined the podcast, this was, like, episode, like, 20. I did, like, a segment about, I don't even remember what it was called, the name of it. Just about, like, crazy stories in hockey. And he was one of them. So, um, yeah, absolute legend. Um, for the Blues, though, staying on that, no, Vladimir Tarasenko, despite still wanting out of St. Louis and apparently still butting heads with the organization and not wanting to be there, from, from what I've been hearing and, and, and reading upon looking into it more, after just seeing him comp- playing like a beast out there, like the Vladimir Tarasenko of old... Uh, he's killing it. He's killing. It. He absolutely dominated the Oilers. He looked good against the Wild. His points are 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 unbelievable this year. As I'm pretty sure he's leading the team. Yeah, he's he's above Jordan Kyra. 33 games played, 33 points, 14 goals on the season. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with him at the trade deadline because of the the Blues start rising and rising in the in the the division. Like obviously the organization. And the coaching staff and the team probably won't want him to leave because he's an asset. He's helping them win. But if he doesn't want to be there, I'm sure him and his camp are still going to keep demanding a trade, especially now that he's leading the team in scoring.
1: That's uh, just such a weird scenario because almost always winning fixes things. Not here. And this is the first time where he's just like, nope.
0: Um, standing his, uh, his stubborn Russian ground, but hey, when it's when the ties are broken, the ties are broken, and he's being perfect. You know, I respect it to a certain degree because he's being professional. He's not being a spoiled athlete, and like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take nights off. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna tie my laces. You know, tight enough. You know, and because I'm not gonna be skating hard out there. It that, doesn't matter. That'll teach
1: him. That'll teach him. I'm not gonna tie my skates tight.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I was running out of things to. Yeah, to say there.
1: it's interesting though seeing how well he's played, and then thinking back and being like, "Yeah, Seattle just chose not to take this guy."
0: Insane, insane. Um, over under on him ending up with the Capitals. Wait, what? Like what, what? What? Like, do you think he's going to end up with the Capitals at the over under? Yes, no question. <laughs> um, by the by, or, sorry, by trade deadline. <laughs> like by trade deadline, do you think he's a capital?
1: uh no <laughs>
0: no i think that's the team he'll probably they, want to go can with. they afford him they'll figure it out okay they always do and they always bring someone in a trade deadline why, half the time why, it's russian
1: why are the capitals like where is this coming from just because he's russian in.
0: oh and he's and he's so why he not tampa because <laughs> tampa would have to do a lot more jigging than the <laughs> capitals i think honestly that, that's an honest answer like
1: but the, the capitals have like three russians
0: I know, but there's always just this factor. I feel like they always want to bring in a Russian at the trade deadline if they can, especially one who can score. In the
1: last one they brought in,
0: uh, kolchuk
1: Okay, that checks out. <laughs> 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 um,
0: last thing I want to say. Speaking of a Russian, Kaprizov, three points in the Winter Classic again. First period, I had friends text me being like, "Yo, I got to watch more of the Wild because this kid is." something else. He's he's dazzling. He plays excellent hockey, and he does. Don't get me wrong, and he can put up points. He's leading the wild in points. He's actually having an unbelievable season with 39 points in 31 games. But man, is he... And we talked about this the last two episodes. The turnovers now. I mean, he's taking a page out of Matt Dumba's book, as some wild fans would say here. Too many turnovers, too much... uh, uh, It's not like he takes the game off after he scores or anything like that. It's just like his overall game has to... Like, sacrifice some offense to play better defense at times. And, and it's not just on him. Like, his entire line, I think, has to do it. They're all responsible for this. I mean, yes. It's just bugging me. It's it's so evident now. It's so evident. And because the Minnesota Wild are so deep where, like, their third and fourth line can can take those hard matchups and give Kaprizov, uh, Kaprizov's line, like, the quote unquote easier matchups there. It's annoying that they don't take advantage of it. And just like, Hey, there's going to be nights where the lines are matched up again or having, are, are are on it. And they're playing very, very good. You know, maybe guys who aren't the most skilled guys are having good nights and you have to play a little bit more defensively and, you know, can't just cheat, can't pinch and things like that. Like, I don't know. It just seems evident in the last three games that I've watched them play. I know it's been a time, a lot of time off since this last one, but uh, since we've been talking about the last few podcasts, it's just something that like I it hasn't been corrected yet, and it's still very much evident. I don't care how many points you know he puts up. Yes, you know the beginning of the season he came out slow. We were like, hey, where are the points coming from? Okay, the points are there. We know the guy can score. We know the guy can put up assists. You know, we we know the line can can make the game interesting. You know, him and his line mates, but they have to tighten up defensively, man.
1: Yeah, I'm going to call you out, though, for a second, because you are a big Alexander Ovechkin fan. And I guarantee you 10 years ago when he was putting up like a dash three every night, but still scoring like three or four goals like you didn't care.
0: (laughs) Ah, Well, okay, I didn't care because like, yes, I was just so soaking in the fandom that is Ovechkin. But but I I was critical of it and everyone did talk about it, you know. I think he, you know, uh, I didn't go to this game, but a, a friend of mine actually taught me how to, um, like a men, one of those mentor figures in your life. He taught me how to f- finish custom cabinetry and stuff like that. Huge hockey guy in Calgary. He said whenever Washington came to Calgary, Ovi would just dominate them in like the mid-2000s. And he said there was a game where Ovi put up four goals, two assists, and was a dash three because the, like it was just a crazy high-scoring game. And the flames, like every time he was on the ice, that's when the flames would like answer back. And I was just like, "That's insane! That's insane!" But he sold tickets. He was exciting. He got me into watching the Capitals. He got me to like not like the Penguins, despite them having one of the greatest Canadian players to ever play the game in Sidney Crosby. It's just it, it was it's it's unbelievable. But no, okay, fair enough. But uh, yes, I would say in my defense that like we were all, and I say we as Ovechkin fans, we're all, we all knew what we were getting from him, right. But now... That,
1: that's that's what makes it frustrating, though, for me on the Kaprizov front. That was going to be kind of my pivot back, is we know he can play a two-way game. So where the fuck is it?
0: Well, yeah, and he's not, you know, <laughs> 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old Ovechkin. This guy's 25 years old. Like, he's played pro hockey. He should be expected to at least have the defensive tools in his arsenal. And like you said, we've seen <laughs> them before. Where are they now?
1: Yeah, and to your point, too, on uh, the, the whole hatred of... penguins just because of the capitals it's pretty crazy how that all happened but penguins are gonna be a problem here soon too oh no that uh dude with the games getting pushed back and stuff they're on an eight game streak and they're about to get Gensel and uh and uh malkin back they are going to fucking tear Mm -hmm. through that division
0: what a beauty by the way he doesn't care how much money he makes (laughs) on his next contract i love it i've made my money i have lots of money I have big money in bank. I have multiple banks, multiple oh, accounts. Malkin probably owns a bank in Russia.
1: Dude, I I love Kenny Malkin so much. He's amazing.
0: I uh like and he's you no one's going to be there's never going to be another Gino Malkin out there. I hope I hope Kaprizov comes comes out of his shell a little bit more though down the road and just shows off that personality a bit because they just have that like brute Russian face each of them and I just feel like they're both characters. Gino obviously like Again, there's no one like him and everyone who talks about him, anyone who's played with him, whether disrespected by him or respected by him, still like just laughs when they talk about that guy. So whether Gino knew your name or not, if you played with him, <laughs> they all have good things to
1: say. <laughs> Goga.
0: Oh, man. Um, What else you got for this episode, Hoppy? What do you want to talk about here? Some college hockey. Um...
1: Yeah, I got two college hockey topics right. that we probably have to hit. First off, the softest puppy dog shit in the world. The Michigan Wolverines. Dude, next man up mentality. And they're not letting their guys play. Like They literally canceled, for anyone that doesn't know, they canceled for health-related reasons, a game against Western Michigan, who is a solid team. And they did it just for pairwise, like because they didn't want to lose because they were, were missing a couple players for World Series. Really? Everyone else was playing on. Oh yeah, dude! And the the best part though, issue the kicker, they still played against Michigan Tech the night before. They only canceled <laughs> the Western Michigan one.
0: Wow, because they're dude. better than Michigan Tech, right?
1: Right, but the, wow, dude! I
0: how do they have that, the power to do that?
1: Dude, that might break the locker room. Think about being a player that's like being told, Yeah, you guys aren't good enough to beat Western Michigan, so we're just not going to play it.
0: Yeah, like that, that couldn't have. Do you think that was like, uh, like a coaching decision as well? Like, I don't know how how much I the don't, I don't NCAA... know who
1: had the decision to be completely yeah, I because... didn't know they could do it, but no, apparently no, they, can. they can.
0: They did, you, dude. That's the one thing, and again, like, I don't know enough about NCAA business and politics, but the one thing we do here in Canada is like. It's a joke how like, quote unquote, corrupt it can be. And like, this is just a textbook example. Like I've never how, heard of anything
1: like this. Before, how can
0: this just happen? How I can this know. happen? How it, is there I, a rule? Like, how can, an, like, you can't do that in the, even in, in the pros and junior, you can't just be like, Hey guys, we, we want our guys to be healthy. So we're just going to well, not play this game. Like, so I
1: there's probably uh, an extenuating circumstance there. Cause I think it was for a tournament, not like a, a season game. So maybe that's where they had the leeway to back out, but still, but like,
0: still, it's sports, man. You got to set the president for your club, um, right? That like we want to win, dude. And I, I do, think not. everyone's
1: cheering against them now, and it oh, it was so funny to <laughs> to see the the comments when Michigan was getting their ass kicked in football too. People basically saying like, oh, guess they didn't play either.
0: Speaking of World Juniors, I actually forgot about. Did you hear about the Russian team going back to uh, Russian? What happened with them, the World Juniors? Uh-huh. So I don't know if it was a Russian airline or like I really hope it was like Air Canada or something because that would just be unbelievable. Because like I just I was literally on an Air Canada flight a few weeks ago and I just know how like they like to keep everything prestigious on those Air Canada flights compared to WestJet. But anyways, apparently the entire uh, Russian World Junior team, all in the back of the plane, were. S- In such a fuck Canada, fuck this tournament, fuck all you mentality that they literally started just lighting up cigarettes and cracking like champagne and beers in the back of the plate and just like. Did not give up and like disrespectful as fuck. I'm not condoning this. It's just an insane story. And just didn't give a fuck. We're swearing, started bumping music like crazy Russian rap. And we're just basically partying in the back of this international flight back to Russia, uh, coming out of from Red Deer or Edmonton or whatever the fuck um whatever whatever the fuck city they're playing out of. And I thought just textbook fucking. Russian athletes. Uh, I was going to say Olympic athletes, but athletes of Russia. Um, curious to see if like, Billy Garen or the Wilder in going to comment on this because, you know, obviously who's Nadinov being the captain? I mean, he's part of the group there. I bet the guy was puffing on at least a couple darts there in celebration with his team. But just, like, leave it to the Russians, right? The Russians' U-20s to, to pull a stunt like that, no?
1: I mean, you, let's be fair, though, man. Like, you're probably more concerned if who's Nadinov didn't participate. It's a bad leader not to jump in with your teammates. <laughs>
0: There you go. There you go. But yeah, apparently it's complaints. And um, when they landed, I, I don't know if it was like when the plane was starting or not, but uh, I, I I just sifted through the article quickly. I'm not going to lie. But uh, when they landed or before they took off, like the cops had to get involved and like storm the plane and were like, you cannot do this. This is like COVID. You can't just smoke. A, you can't smoke on planes anymore. And B, like, to, like are, you sh- are you shitting me? Man. So yeah, like, I hope they all got pee-pee whacked. I hope uh, Billy Garen gave a phone call to uh Kuz- Who's Nadinov and and any other prospect that was involved there uh for any of the teams I root for? But yeah, fucking what a wild, what a wild tournament or lack thereof, anyways, and uh and a finish. Here's
1: not real question though. If not for the cancellation of the women's tournament, you think this one gets postponed instead of canceled?
0: That's a good question.
1: Because I think they couldn't postpone it because of the backlash they knew they would get after choosing not to postpone the women's.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I, I don't think they could have postponed it. I think they just had, they they dug themselves this scenario and they had, to, they had to do it, which is why they went ahead with it. I heard that they may try to make it up next year or maybe even in the summer. We'll see. I feel like if you do that, you have to do the women's tournament at that point. Like, yeah. But Anyways, it's a shame. Um, Hoppy's unfortunately, I mean, fortunate for Hoppy, he's gonna keep his hundred bucks. So, (laughs) sure,
1: sure. you were worried. You were worried. No, I
0: wasn't worried at all, man. I watched the U.S. team play, and they were you weren't worried at all
1: last year either.
0: Underwhelming this year. Canada had to face some adversity already, and where they were prepped for the U.S. team
1: had to face some adversity, they had a cupcake schedule.
0: Oh no man, the Czechs in the first game, that's a real team. I mean the Slovaks almost Shut beat ball. almost beat the United States. Oh so. my
1: god. The the pool play for the US was so much harder and you know it.
0: I uh, no comment.
1: Sweden, Russia, Slovakia. You no, know
0: what, man? the US ruined this tournament for all of us, you know. So I just like it's just stop defending them. They're I the don't ones see who... how
1: they ruined anything. Team
0: it coaches. was actually
1: no, it was actually the other teams who came next that got it canceled. The USA <laughs> just had their games canceled, so shame on you.
0: They started this. They were the catalyst. Eh,
1: whatever. Um, um, okay. Other other yeah. uh, college hockey note that we have to uh, give up here. Phil the thrill. Hessel. Oh. He is now among alums of the Gophers, the most NHL points.
0: Let's go, baby.
1: Wow. That is, that's a big list. There's some incredible guys that have played at the U um really cool and Isha I'm starting to think through options here because you know the dude's gone right like there's no way that he's finishing the year in Arizona I'm surprised he's Um, still there right so the the two options I'm eyeing up here he's either gonna go to Edmonton Oilers or Winnipeg Jets
0: okay so first of all with the Oilers like that is not gonna solve any of their problems
1: uh it solves one of their problems no depth they've only got two lines right now
0: okay but they had no depth last year And this this year we were praising them two episodes ago saying oh they have more depth than they did before so like because they ex- got
1: Sogol. that's it
0: <laughs> in ellen uh, hyman oh, and hyman yeah yeah sorry inexcusable that their defense has nothing whoa, inexcusable whoa, whoa, whoa. hang on that hang their on. goaltending is absolute shit
1: uh, that That is inexcusable, but it's also inexcusable that they thought there'd be anything different based on their goaltending that they have. But I think Evan Bouchard is not getting talked about enough. He's, he's actually looking really good this year. Dude, he's top five uh, for uh, even strength points. He's looked good this
0: year because there's nobody fucking else there. But that Darnell make you look good. Yes it does. They definitely Oh dude, the spotlights on whatever good is coming out of that back end like taking nothing oh, away like he's a he's a good hockey player. And yeah, that stat shows he's fine. But like come on. Man. I like him.
1: I like him. I I'm glad the Canucks
0: bad. passed on him by their the blue way. Quinn Hughes it's bad. Well, it's really bad. Well,
1: yeah. Duh. It's,
0: it's so bad. And again, like taking nothing away from Darnell Nurse. He's a, he's a great defender contract aside. Cause like, I was going to say
1: the contract is the only issue I have with him. I do actually think he's a really good defenseman.
0: Okay. So two good def- two maybe even great defensemen cannot carry that entire core. And it's bad. Oh,
1: man. Completely agree.
0: It's bad. So like the answer is Phil Kessel.
1: Yes. Yep. They need depth on forward. And mm-hmm. I mean, they oh, need a goalie, is- but I don't know where they can find a goalie Who, who's available.
0: I feel so bad for Phil. um,
1: hang on. The other option, though, I think I think Winnipeg could make sense.
0: Well, see that, like turning it around to winnipeg the 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 other cold, fucking Canadian city. I love that because Winnipeg, yeah, their their defense isn't great, but it's fine right now. Their defense this year is, has come back from the last two years, two, even three years of poor defense once Bufflin Myers and Trueball left. They actually have some defense now, and I'm ok with it they could use some forward depth, too, because some of their top guys who've been top scorers and point-per-game guys in the past aren't there. I love Blake Wheeler, for example.
1: Well, he's hurt right now, but also, do you know who Phil Kessel's line he was in college? Was it Wheeler? It was Wheeler.
0: Oh, my God, the reunion. On, like, the second or third line? And it's
1: the two guys that both got escorted out of uh, Boston, too.
0: Holy shit, man. So I I like
1: both those options. I don't know. You tell me where he's going to go, then. If, if I would you're like to laugh it. at my picks,
0: no, no, I'm not laughing. I'm laughing at the okay, Edmonton, pick. At Edmonton. Okay, I think that correct. one's just it's if that happens, then yeah, you know what? All respect I have for Kenny Holland out the window, ah, dude.
1: Okay, they get Kessel, they stick him on the second line, they bump Nuge down to be the center on the third line and play with Fogle. I think that
0: exponentially
1: Most extends their depth,
0: sure. So now they win games by six goals instead of four, but they still let seven in.
1: so how are they winning? Um, You just said they're winning.
0: Or sorry, they're they're scoring. There's now six goals instead of four goals, you know, in a game. And and they're still losing by, like, seven.
1: Dude, that shit sells tickets.
0: (laughs) Fine, but McDavid's only going to take this so long before he sells his house with a shitty view. And he goes somewhere else.
1: The real question is where's Chikrin going to go?
0: Oh, Chikrin? He's going somewhere. I heard, and again, no bias here. This has actually made my... It, it raised my eyebrows, but apparently there have been multiple conversations with the Vancouver Canucks.
1: You guys just traded with them. Exactly. What more can you give them?
0: Fuck if I know. No <laughs> idea what... That's I mean, it, it might have to be like a Pod Coles in or like a Hoglander in a pick or something like that. Yeah. Um, which, you, hey... The Canucks need defense. So I they finally have some young that's pieces. That's an incredible they, contract. <laughs> oh, dude. And like, if you give like Hoglander in a first round pick, maybe sweeten it with another like a third or second or something like that. The kid's an NHL player. He's a top six player. Sure. Throw Pod Colson in there a little bit more, you know, maybe a little, little bit more value because he's more complete. He's bigger. What if, if you have to give something like that up, I think that's okay because then you're solving your defense <laughs> problems for a long time. And Chikrin is the real deal. He's very, very good.
1: You want to hear my galaxy brain trade? What's that? Chikrin and two firsts. For Austin Matthews. That'll work. That'll work on both sides. Man. Solves a major problem for Toronto in fixing their blue line, and they need to move money regardless. They've only got, what, one more year after this? Or is it two?
0: No, they got one. It's one. I
1: can't remember. So like dude is going to have his pick of the litter and I don't think he's, I mean, he'll maybe stay there, but it's not going to be for cheap. He can go to Arizona where he wants to be. They'll pay him fucking and Who gives a shit? I don't know. I think, I think that's something that yeah, no, it'll no. never happen. I think it makes sense.
0: Did run that by Kenny Stapon, which, by the way, he has a new show coming out here on the, the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, It's an all-Toronto sports uh, show. Okay. Talking Raptors, talking Maple Leafs, uh, talking uh, the freaking MLS team, the whole nine yards. As much as I hate Toronto, I love our friend Kenny Stapon. So, oh, Kenny's
1: uh, great. I, yeah. I, I'm sad, though, that he's going to lose that podcast name then because that was pretty clever. I know. I, and he, he had
0: <laughs> at Leafs Pod as a handle. You like how did no one have that? I and mean, we can't even get MNCAA, like for fuck's sake, anyways.
1: Yeah, you've really dropped. I'm trying.
0: So the guy is like, it's obviously an account that, like, the guy doesn't go back, guy or girl, whatever they don't even fucking use anymore. It's so annoying. They haven't read my message, nothing. It's a bummer. I mean, a bummer. I could, you know what? I'll, I'll send one more. Re- I sent a report to Twitter saying that this account is discontinued. And I would like to use that handle. <laughs> I mean, Twitter's got. Bigger fish to fry, alongside Celine Dion. Yeah, dude, so. they've
1: got to they've got to deny Jesse's request a couple more times to get the blue check mark.
0: Oh, she she's got denied eh?
1: Dude, she's been denied several times.
0: So how do, how
1: does they... she get so pissed about it? And I see some of the people that are verified. I'm like, how how is she know? not verified? So there's <laughs> someone
0: who we used to work with on our networks who was verified and it was one of those people actually there's a few to be honest who used to work with us on hockey basketball and pigskin side and i'd look at a some of their followings were like okay but i just i'm like how the like you know somebody you know somebody who did something or you paid someone to do something because like there's no way that like twitter just gave you that check mark there's no way like i feel like like like, I work for Amaze Media Labs. I started the hockey podcast. I should have a freaking check mark on THPN or at least my name, but no, not a legit. Talk, business. You, you should just I be puffing up
1: cigars at the back of the plane. Shit.
0: Buddy, I have an Amaze Media Labs toque. I should have a check mark. I mean, if that's not legit, I don't know what is. <laughs> Jesus. Which I wear all the time, by the way, boys, if you're listening.
1: Well, here's our plea get Jesse verified because that's bullshit.
0: Yeah. I mean, Russo probably knows some people.
1: He, he knows a couple people, I hear. Um, okay, two hockey notes and yeah. one football note. Actually, we're going to have three hockey notes, but they're all pretty rapid fire. I just have to say this one because it'll get a rise out of you. Murray has been recalled, and he is up in the NHL again.
0: hey Let's go. I love Matt. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. I don't hate Ottawa. I just think that they should be moved to Quebec. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All
1: right. Um, Pacioretty, he's oh. gone in the way of Kucherov, man, which means no more cap space issues for Eichel. They solved that. Dude,
0: wow. I didn't even think about that. I was just, yeah. I was thinking poor Vegas and poor Pacioretty just came back from he injury now. He could come
1: back, couldn't he, Go- for the playoffs?
0: No, yes, but like for the next three months, he's, you know, under the knife and a wrist, like that fucking that sucks, sucks, man. Dude, yeah. It sucks. Like it's so hard to train when you can't use <laughs> your hand right well like, and it
1: sucks too for him like he's been such a, a band-aid and you oh he's one of the guys career. that you look at and say like if he would have had like a a clean bill of health like he's a good fucking player
0: yeah he's gonna ache in in his old age there man i just will never forget that chara hit on him with the boards and his head just slant. oh my
1: god yeah we don't need to talk about that anymore that was So bad. um all right did you see the all hair team video with the Wild and the Blues players? No. Oh, man. So they were all doing it out on the outdoor rink. They pre-taped nice. it and threw it up on the NHL Twitter. But got to give all the preps in the world to Rem Pitlick because he's the only one when he came up and stopped at the blue line that said, hi, mom.
0: Oh, yes. of boy. So
1: got to give that to him. And then last note here, as uh, the game has not even started yet, but uh, we don't expect good things. Packers, no, Vikings. Ooh. Um, did, did you hear the news Isha
0: that Kirk Cousins got the COVID
1: that he got the COVID and people are losing their fucking minds holy shit
0: I mean it's... he almost went the whole season unvaxxed and no COVID he was almost there almost just he could see the finish line yeah, right it, it just
1: sucks because it's not impossible but looking much less likely that the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. They needed yeah. this.
0: Um so I mean their backup QB um, I can't imagine is going
1: not good.
0: You know, be magical out there for us?
1: Uh no. People are pretty upset about the one that they chose to start too. Cuz I think they've got three guys there and yeah. Okay. We'll just say that Mannion is not a fan favorite.
0: So yeah. So uh so it's going to be a hard day for you then. As cuz you like you said it's um, almost
1: better this way because then I accept it. Like I'm I know going in the Vikings are going to lose. Whereas if it yeah, wasn't that means I'd go pack, in with expectations.
0: Yeah, but that means the Packers are going to win which irks you even more yeah, than the was. Vikings losing, right? Cuz you yeah. would rather see the Packers lose than than anything. That's that's what really, you know, gets you fired up. No, yeah,
1: most most Sundays I would accept Packers and Vikings losing over yeah. having them both win,
0: for yeah, sure. Yeah, so this well, let's uh I don't think I'll I will do not have time today to tune in. Maybe I'll time to tune in for a little bit of the game. I'll be rooting for the Vikings as I always do.
1: Don't um, waste your time.
0: Maybe hey, you never know. Anything can happen in sports, right? I suppose. Everyone Monday's listening to this, like, yeah, shut the fuck up, you well, shit. Dude, they probably this got is, destroyed.
1: Dude, you saw what the weather was like last night for that outdoor game, though. Like, this is gonna yeah, be the it's exact same Nanaimo shit. weather. Well, dude, the, it's an outdoor stadium in Green Bay. It's just Ooh, as cold. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's gonna suck,
1: dude. Oh, I can't imagine
0: getting (laughs) Green Bay is like the Edmonton. It's like the Edmonton Oilers of the of the NFL. It seems like.
1: Damn, that's actually a pretty good crossover.
0: Yeah, because like they've always had stars, a respectable franchise, you know, history, but just like not a you would just leave the Edmonton Oilers
1: to make it to the Western Conference Finals and lose every year.
0: I know. Oh, they're close. I am now, a little uh, more
1: worried this year, though. I'm a little worried that Green Bay might be able to make the Super Bowl, which just isn't fun.
0: Gross, gross. Very. Um, all right. That about does it for this episode. Uh, a fun one the first episode of 2022. Oh. So that's great. Uh, drinking peanut butter beers unbelievable unbelievable uh thank you for those tuning in on google spotify and apple podcast folks the best thing you do for us this week any week is to give us five stars on itunes and apple Podcasts. go listen to our website the if you're jones for more hockey content and on your app please download the episode before you listen as it just helps our business don't forget to follow myself at vi sports talk you can follow hoppy at State of Hoppy. And you follow The Soda Pod on all social media at The Soda Pod. And check us out on YouTube as well. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the videos, more beer content coming soon. And check us out at the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey HockeyPodNet on all social media again happy new year to everyone uh tell us leave a review on itunes and apple Podcasts of what you did new year's uh follow us on twitter and facebook Uh, you can interact with us there we really want to hear what you guys are up to and again hoppy happy new year's buddy 2022 this is crazy it's crazy that like ov and crosby were drafted in what it like early 2000s it's 2022 they're still in the league we're still talking about it they're still ripping it up it's unbelievable but uh as always man so happy to do this podcast with you and uh Here's to, uh, here's to a fun year here on the Soda Pod.
1: To a fun year. Yeah, it's depressing when you have the Malkin interview about how like he's not worried about money, and he says he'd like to play three to four more years, and it just like hit me, just smacked me in the face like, oh, fuck. It's going to
0: end. There is, gonna an end. Ex- there is
1: an expiration yeah
0: it's we're, you just we're, don't
1: we're, believe it when year after year they keep on coming back and doing the exact same shit
0: they're like the generation that like we grew up like just following from beginning and now to end which is which is crazy and you know we'll see a few more in our lifetimes which is which is good but anyways i don't know the, i
1: don't know if we're ever gonna see another crosby malkin Mexican. i don't know that's
0: i mean mckinnon eichel and mcdavid are,
1: until any of them win a cup i'm not really that interested
0: Hey, and that's a good note to end on. Uh, signing off, I'm Isha Jeromey alongside the State of Hoppy. This has been the Soda Pod presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. We good, man? We good. Don't fear. Just drink some beer and stay wild.